hello, hello, hello. It's your girl, Rachel Rill, coming to you with another episode of You Ain't Crazy. You Ain't Crazy is a podcast where I give support and validation to individuals who have found themselves in a narcissistic relationship. You think you're one. You don't know whether you're one or not. You just got questions. Or you might just be looking for support, you know, so that you don't feel like you're by yourself or need validation to confirm you ain't losing your freaking mind to confirm that you're not crazy that you're not crazy you ain't crazy okay so hi guys i am doing another walk and talk it's been a few days since i've been here on my um podcast so yeah i'm doing another walk and talk today dropping another unedited episode you might hear birds chirping in the background cars riding by Dogs barking, people talking, all that kind of stuff, guys. Wind blowing, but it's not too bad today. But yeah, I hope you guys have had an amazing week. Happy Friday. And if you're not having an amazing week, change it because guess what? You can, you know, just kind of like renew your mind, speak positivity into your life speak life into your life how about that and keep it moving you know um let's see today i want to talk about how do you know if you're with a narcissist and just to put the disclaimer out there this is my opinion i am a thriver from being in a five-year narcissistic relationship slash marriage as well as my ex has an addiction or I don't know what he has now because I have not spoken to him in almost three years now but nevertheless had he had an alcohol addiction when I was with him and more than likely he still has it um yeah did I see it no were there red flags in the beginning yep but I ignored them you know not really understanding what a narcissist is what they're capable of doing so many different things I just had hope, you know, was just hoping for the best to not have another failed marriage and being too vulnerable and not loving myself enough to say no more, regardless of what anybody else was saying. I needed to make sure I understood um, exactly what I wanted and what I would and would not accept. You know, you have to set those boundaries and very often a lot of us don't, you know, so there you have it. I did my work and I'm here to help you guys to do the same. I'm here to raise awareness with other people in the community, other thrivers in the community, people who aren't afraid to share their story. I am amongst them now, <laughs> raising awareness and talking to you so that hopefully you can get out of that situation if you are in it. You know, hopefully you love yourself enough that you don't need to hear, get confirmation from anybody to let you know that you shouldn't be dealing with something that's no longer serving you or that's breaking you down mentally, physically, financially, spiritually, all of that kind of stuff, you know? So, um, yeah, I'm not a licensed, well, I'm not a therapist at all. I always say that, not licensed, but I'm not a therapist, counselor, psychiatrist, psychiatrist, psychologist, or anything of the like. And I just told you who I am and what I am. 
Also, guys, if you hear me, if I sound a little short-winded, it's because, like I said, I am walking and talking. But I'm okay, you know. It's a little warm out, but I am okay. And I really encourage you guys to get out and walk, whether you're talking or not. Get out and walk. Do something therapeutic for yourself. Something that inspires you and gets you out of your comfort zone, you know. You ain't gonna hurt nobody taking a little walk. If anything, you can only help yourself, right? Right. So there you have it, guys. Let's get into it for today while I'm walking and talking. Let me talk to you for a little bit. And back to, yeah, how do you know? How do you know that you're dealing with a narcissist? Because so many people keep calling people a narc, you know, that I feel like People might start downplaying this thing or just fitting everybody in the boat. Now here, now mind you, I'm not here to tell you who is or who is not. If the shoe fits, wear it. You know, if it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's a duck. And keep in mind, narcissism is a uh, personality disorder. It's a personality type. It's not a diagnosis. It is a personality type. So yes, there are lots of them out there. It can be your man, your lady, your boss, your parent, sibling, spouse, child, friend. There's no discriminating. It can be basically anyone, you know, who has a personality because it is a personality type. So how do you know that you're dealing with someone who has that personality type? It's not hard. Look at the pattern. And I'm not talking about a one and done or an occasional type of situation that occurs. I'm talking about a pattern that's consistent. You know, it's routine. Even if that, I know in my case, it was like so up and down, like an emo- emotional roller coaster ride where. The person could never stay consistent, you know? He wasn't consistently mean. He wasn't consistently nice. He wasn't consistently given. He wasn't consistently understanding. He wasn't consistently empathetic. It was always up and down. And that was the confusing, heartbreaking part of it all. Because it's very easy to stop talking to someone or stop dealing with someone who's consistently mean, you know? And then, obviously, because they throw a little niceness in there, it always leaves you kind of hanging on. Hanging on to hope. Because they're going to throw it in there and then it confuses you that... It's like, oh, well, maybe you are nice. So you're not a narc because all narcs are all mean and bad. Or, you know, you show empathy. You're not always a jerk. You're not, you know, we start making all kinds of excuses. But if you have someone who's just inconsistent with the things that they're telling you or doing for you on a regular You got to call a thing a thing. Look at that personality, you know, because when someone cares about you, that's not going to change. Like, even if it looks like 
or feels like they don't care, you gonna, they're gonna do something that's going to always let you know, yeah, that's just them, but they really care because they show you in ways where they respect you, they'll hear you, they won't change a narrative, they won't be dismissive. You know, when somebody is downright dismissive, telling you that you're tripping, um, acting as if, and don't go by what they're saying, go by their actions, acting as if, you know, like showing you that your voice doesn't matter, you know, they're going to do what they want and look at you like you're the crazy one when you say something. They're master manipulators, master gaslighters, inconsiderate, self-absorbent, all about themselves, don't care how it makes you feel, no empathy, you know, because when a narc looks like they're doing something kind for you, you better believe it's something in it for them. They're not going to just do something, even when they're doing stuff for other people. That's why they fool them, because... Those people will look at them like, oh, they can't be that way because they're so nice. They're so giving. I can talk to them. You know, they do all of that just to pull the blinders over their eyes, just to uh, make sure you have no support from those people that they're fooling. You know, so when that's happening, it's all, again, for the narcissist gain. It has nothing to do with you. So back to, are you with someone who has that personality type? Look at how they make you feel. You will feel empty. You will feel like the person you're with. As far as in a romantic relationship, you'll feel like they just hate you and despise you despite what, with what's coming out of their mouths, you know? And like I said, there are different types of narcissists. You know, they can be in the workplace, all of that. If it's in the workplace, you can tell that personality type because, again, when somebody is just bitter and lying, you know, cheating, tell you something didn't happen when you clearly know that it did, tell you you did something when they know full well you didn't and they don't care, you know, even if they're looking stupid, they don't care. When you see that, Look it up. Look at uh, look up narcissistic traits, and call the thing a thing. Call the pattern. When you see somebody who can be so loving, appear to be so loving and caring and nice, that's all the love bombing part. They idolize you, then you get the love bombing, and then they turn around. That same person who told you how much they love you, how much what they all the things that they liked about you, and then those very things they use against you you know when you are they're telling you how much they love to hear about everything about you when they're not giving up any information about them you know and when you turn around and be like dag i didn't something happens that you should have known about being with being in a relationship with them something happens and they didn't tell you they'll say you didn't ask how would you know to even ask that's, the, that's manipulation. How would you know to ask? It should have been something they should have just told you. You know, I remember mine telling me, like for years he was working at this job and I never knew 
his ex worked there with him, like literally worked in the same department and everything with him and never knew it until I forgot we were having some kind of conversation and he had mentioned her name and then um, come to find out all along they were working together. And again, that would have been something he would have expected for me to tell him if that were the case with me, like he probably would have broken off, divorced me and all that kind of stuff had he found out that I was working beside my ex in the same department and all of that, you know, just dumb stuff like that. Does it mean that they will fool around or anything like that? No, not necessarily because at the end of the day, him being a narc, you know, nine times, but, but again, I changed that because nine times out of 10, he could have been flirting with her. He could have been doing anything, to be honest. Now that I know the disorder, even if I didn't catch him doing something or didn't see signs in that regards because he was always drinking, you know, I said he was cheating with the, with the bottle, you know, instead of him cheating with a person because yeah, he was home most of the times. So long and short, that doesn't take away any kind of emotional relationship he may have had online with somebody because narcs cheat you know whether it's emotionally physically whatever it's only about them it's never about you it's always about them keep that in mind always about them so there again they're gonna make you feel like you're the crazy one deny whatever you say disregard your feelings and but at the same time during the love bombing part, they were telling you how much you meant to them and want to marry you, rushing you to the altar, trying to put a ring on it, doing all of that kind of stuff, and then can turn around and be just as cold as ice, like they never said any of that, and you'll be sitting up there wondering, like, okay, how could you have even say all of those things to me or said all of those things to me, and clearly you're acting now like that could have never come out of your mouth. Because again, that's the personality disorder. That's how you know, because of the inconsistencies, you know, where you're nice all of a sudden to get me, and then all of a sudden I'm getting devalued, like you're breaking me down, you're insulting me, you're using things that I told you about me, whether it's my family, whether it's me, whatever. You know, if you said you had an issue with like your parent or something, they'll turn around and make it worse. You know, oh, that's why your so-and-so didn't love you anyway. That's why this one didn't like you. That's why your parent gave you up for an adoption. It could be anything, anything that they can take. And it will be the coldest thing that they could do towards you and use it against you. And you'll be sitting up there like, how in the world could a person say such things or do certain things because it's who they are? So that's how you know. When you see stuff like that, that's a personality type. When people, when a person can do the most to you, the most horrible things to you, and then turn around and tell you how much they love you. Love does not hurt like that. You know, observe, take note of the, the way that they're treating you and go by that. The inconsistencies, the ups and downs, the emotional roller coaster rides. Like, who wants to go through that where you... You're constantly walking on eggshells. And even when something seems good, you know, in a matter of days, it's going south. You got to call a thing a thing. And I don't feel like that's speaking negativity, like some people will say. Oh, you're being negative. No, I'm being factual. 
because this is the pattern of the person, you know? So what else would I expect? That's not going to happen. And you got to be careful because a lot of the times, like if you're in church or what have you, because you got a lot of pastors who are narcs and that has nothing to do with my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's just these fake people with masks on, you know, misrepresenting Christ. And you got to be careful because a lot of them will have you and a lot of the pick in the church will have you doing the same thing. Like stay there. It's for better or worse. And when you're going through that emotional, abusive roller coaster with the narc, that's supposed to be the worst. Really? Absolutely not. And definitely if somebody's putting their hands on you, what you're supposed to just still stay there? Stop. Pain is pain at the end of the day, physically and emotionally. At the end of the day, you do not have to stay in a situation that's breaking you down because at the end of the day, it won't be no more of you. And you don't want to have your children, if you're still raising kids in your home, thinking that that behavior is okay. Because then they're going to do it to their partner or they're going to accept it from them. So you got to be mindful of that as well. You know? So yeah, call a thing a thing. You know, when someone's mistreating you like that, look at how they're making you feel and the inconsistencies of it all and stop scratching your head thinking that you're crazy. You know, no, they're the crazy ones and it's a spirit. It's a demonic spirit. They ain't changing. It is a demonic spirit that they have that just want to suck you dry. They just want to suck the life out of you until there's no more you. And even before that happens, they're all they're on the next on to the next because they know eventually you're gonna figure them out. And because of that, they ain't crazy. They are not crazy. They already know you're gonna figure them out. So they're like, whoa, let me protect myself. I gotta get some more supply because you're just supplied to a narcissist. That's how they can do those cold things towards you because they don't look at people like they're human beings. You know, I used to be like how in the world do you sleep at night? How do you look in the mirror knowing how bad you're treating me? But then turn around and tell me how much you love me. That's sick. It's, it'll make a person nauseous. That is sick. You know? You don't like me, don't like me. But don't sit up there and tell me you love me. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're doing all of these other crazy things against me and towards me. Backstabbing, lying, siding with other people, smearing campaign, all kinds of stuff. They want to turn around and get mad because something small that you made up in your head that I did or didn't do and got me scratching my head like I'm the crazy one. Like they'll do all of those things to you, honey. And I've been gone, like I said, two and a half years going on three years, honey. Never look back, period. What is there to look back for? To go back to all of that abuse? Is that what you want when you get away? Absolutely, absolutely not. Or is that what you want to try to keep all that you're going through, you know? So yeah, if you wanna know, am I with a narcissist? Are you really with a narcissist? Someone who has that personality type? It's everything I just said. And see if that's, that's the case with you. Are you with somebody who devalues you, disregards you, dismisses you, but tell you that they love you at the same time? blame you they take no accountability whatsoever everything that goes wrong is your fault everything 
to the point where it's just excessive. Everything with them is excessive. You know? Don't, you ain't got guess. If somebody's doing that, honey, they're a narc. Take no accountability. It's your fault. They have this grandiose mentality like it's all about them. You owe them. You need to apologize to them. You're wrong. They're right. You know, they're so manipulative. They'll say something stupid like, um, if you be like, Dad, you never take accountability. You always blaming me for everything. They'll say, I didn't say that. It'll be something dumb like that. I didn't say that. Just to manipulate you, just to get you rigged up so that you can keep trying to defend yourself. Sorry, your dog is barking, wouldn't it? Keep trying to um, try to walk past the doggy. How you doing? Yeah, so just to get you rigged up to feel like you got to defend yourself because that's what they want you to do, you know? So they'll be like, I didn't say that. You're like, you didn't have to say it. Which, what are you mad for? You know what you did, da 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 you know, then they'll turn around and blame you. It's all to get a rise out of you. Don't fall for it. Do not fall for it. It's all a part of their sick plan against you to antagonize you, to torture you. That's what that spirit does, you know? So when you find yourself feeling like that a lot, like you're on edge, you're anxious, your anxiety is on 10. You don't know how they're going to be when you get in that house. You don't know how they're going to be tomorrow. Like when you're living that way and you can't predict which way the wind is going to blow with your partner. That's a lot. How does that make you feel? You know, that's what you have to ask yourself. And then you got to get to a point where you love you enough. Why not? We all should be able to take care of ourselves anyway, period. And if that's something you cannot do, work towards it. You have to figure it out, you know, because it's not going to get better if you're with a narcissist, period. And why would you want to sell your soul to the devil, feeling like you got to have that person? You need to be with that person for what? You know, do what you have to do so that you can live your life. Set those boundaries and don't let people cross them period. In this life, we got to figure things out as adults. When we become an adult, you got to figure it out. Whatever that looks like for you. You're no different from anyone else who had to figure it out. You can. God gave you the power to figure it out. That enemy and adversary and demon wants you to think that you can't do something. What's wrong with being alone? Because if you're sitting there feeling like you need somebody, that means you do need to be alone. You do need to be alone. You need to learn how to love yourself. Of course, put safety first. But if it's ever a time where you feel like you can't go on without a person, please get some help. Talk to a therapist. Find somebody who resonates with you that you can talk to to get on track because that's not normal. You should be okay being by yourself. You should be okay knowing that you can take care of yourself, whatever that looks like. If it means, and I'm not talking something to happen overnight, you have to work towards it. And when you start working towards it, you're not going to have time to be catering to the narcissist because you're going to protect your peace. You're going to be like, look, I don't have time to sit here and debate with an unreasonable person. I don't have time to give to anyone who's not giving back to me. 
who's not reciprocating what I'm showing them or doing for them, who doesn't reciprocate how I treat them and give it back to me. You know, it is not normal to sit there and receive emotional abuse and physical abuse from nobody and sit in it. You got to ask yourself why, you know, don't be that person. Because like I said, it is a demonic spirit. And all they're going to do is just keep um, taunting you, poking at you, trying to get a rise out of you until you're in jail or in six feet under or an institution somewhere. All of three are not good. So why? Why? You know? And my prayers go out to anyone who's suffering in that situation that you will wake up and realize you deserve better. Wake up and realize that God has more for you than that. The universe, God wants you happy, not sad. Manifest that thing, speak it into existence. There's a scripture that I want you to um, remember. It is Proverbs how you doing? Good. It is Proverbs women, guys. Let me find it. And I don't have my glasses on. I am walking, but I got both of my phones. Let me see if I can um, find this scripture that I like. Where it's basically talking about speak life. Speak life into yourself. Be mindful of what you say out of your mouth. It says, If thou hast done foolishly in lifting up thyself or if thou hast thought of evil lay thy hand upon their um, thy mouth so basically what is saying that if you let's see if you if your conscience or others correct you for arrogance or wicked wickedness do not attempt to excuse or justify your sins humble yourself confess your error and th and thank the reprover do not add to your guilt or shame by opening up your mouth, making matters worse. Your mouth is the vent of your heart and mind. So it just shows you how powerful words are, you know? So instead of saying something negative, say something positive. Reaffirm yourself, you know? Start affirming yourself. Speak life into you. Saying, I am somebody. I will never allow anybody to take advantage of me. I'm beautiful. I'm great. I'm bold, I'm strong, you know, I'm wealthy. Speak it into existence. I will get away from this. I will be able to stand on my own. I will be happy, you know. I will be patient and wait on God to bless me with who I should be with. But I know that I have to get me right first. I have to be that of what I'm looking for. I have to be that person. Whoever you're looking for, well, hopefully as if you're a woman, you're not looking for anyone. The word says a man who findeth a wife findeth a good thing. So, be that person that you expect to have in your life. Be that to yourself. Whatever you like or desire to have, do that for you. Don't wait for somebody else to do it for you. You know? And, again, one could say it's easier said than done. No one said that it's easy. Anything that's worth having is not easy. Which is why you'll appreciate it better when you put the work in. Goes back to putting the work into yourself. 
you're going to appreciate that and you're not going to let just any old body come into your space because you've done too much work to get you right, to get your mind right, your heart right, your finances right, your credit right. Like getting everything right with you, why would you let just anybody come up in there? You're not going to. You know what I'm saying? But if you're broken, you'll stay with that broke down narcissist. You know, when you start to rise up, oh, no, 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 no. It ain't even going to work. It ain't even going to feel right. It's going to feel weird. It ain't even going to feel right at all. You're going to be like, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Watch. And if you're still in it, when you start affirming yourself and stop speaking negative, speak positive over your life, honey, listen, it will become easier and easier to get away from that narcissist. And Lord knows if you've already gotten away, It'll be easy for you to go no, no contact. You will ruminate less and less to the point where you won't think about them at all. You won't even care. You'll realize that the person that you were with and once loved never existed at all. They just didn't. It was an empty shell. They showed up as a representative, you know? And when that mask slipped, you saw the, the, the real person. That evil person, that's what you saw. That one that kept showing up in between all of the niceness, the niceness that got you and trying to keep you there, those, it starts to become breadcrumbs, just enough to try to keep you there. And you deserve better, you know? You deserve better. So there you have it, guys. Um, let that be. I hope it's some encouragement for those who are still struggling or those who seem to be confused in terms of whether or not you know you're with a narcissist hopefully i gave you some clarity and you know faith without works is dead do do more research don't take my word for it do the research and ask yourself is that your life and if it is and you don't like it like that do something about it to change it because no one's going to change it but you and the narc surely isn't going to change it trust and believe that so that's why I said when I say have a great day because you can, you know, or have a great week because you can, it is true, you know, back to again, speak life over your life, speak life into yourself, pray without ceasing, think positive, and then you walk in it. Don't ask God for something and you keep looking back, trying to stay there or find and find or find excuses to stay there. You know, start moving forward without looking back and watch those doors start to open. When you start walking forward, doors are going to open. When you stay still and trying to go back to the doors that should have been closed, but you left them open, how can anything change? It's not going to change. It's going to be the same. Actually, it's going to be 10 times worse because that demon is going to know how weak you are and they're not going to respect you. You know, so it's a loss either way you look at it. You stay, you're looked at as a weakling, you know, they're not going to respect you. And then if you look strong, it's going to be a constant battle. You're, you're going to stay in spiritual warfare, you against the demon. And you want to live your life just fighting every day? Or do you want to live a life of, being, of peace and happiness and self-love? And when you have self-love, the right person can then love you. Because as long as you don't have self-love, it's going to be hard for the right person to love you because you're always going to 
think you're missing something when you should be whole with you, yourself, and you and God. That's your wholeness. You know, anything else is just a cherry on top. It's an add-on. But it should not be the one-all, be-all. So, hopefully this helps. Just wanted to stop by today and drop off a little nugget and some encouragement. Peace and blessings to you. Give yourself a high five, a big hug. If nobody else has told you that they love you, I love you. In Jesus' name, give your kids a hug and let them know how great they are. And keep pushing forward. You got this. Peace and blessings to you. Your girl Rachel Rill is out. Bye.